0: Cosmic Christ Podcast, with your host, Ascended Master, and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Fezlian, FezlianStudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, I'm Reva Christ. We are continuing our series on the Alpha Mind. We are on episode 10, and we have a dissertation from Jesus on the sentient field, followed by Mother, and a dissertation on the sophisticated, intelligent Alpha Matrix. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, I'll be reading from the telepathic communication I received from Jesus Christ. The sentient energy field will pick up energy waves from any natural environment, and the receiver will have to use a considerable amount of discernment in order to understand his sense perceptions. If there is danger or hostility, where is it radiating from? If there is fear or pain, what is the source? Is this sentient information active currently? Or is the energy residual or static? Putting the mind to the task of interpreting energy waves helps to raise the mind's intelligence, which contributes to further evolution for the mind. Energy waves are always in motion, but the Alpha mind is clear and this is how it serves, as the perfect receiver. As the Alpha mind is clear, it is free from corruption, so there are no opposing Alpha waves to create conflict with the energy waves in the physical world. The lower mind will judge through the body's carnal interpretations, and as carnal interpretations are centered on aggression and fear, the body's energy is charged with aggression and fear and the body's thinking is one of aggression and fear. If the lower mind does not understand something, it will become defensive against the information. If it feels threatened, it will become hostile. But the Alpha mind does not contain carnal waves. The Alpha mind is empty, peaceful and innocent. When the Alpha mind is used to discern energy waves, it contemplates them in stillness, and the waves come in clear and transform the receiver raising him or her to higher plateaus in the spirit plane. From this higher plane, information can be discerned spiritually and not carnally, so there is no offensive perception and no offensive action. The peace of the higher mind delivers intelligent wisdom that disarms the hostile leanings of the body. When the alpha mind is in nature, there is no thought to harm the natural environment there is only peaceful euphoria experienced between the Alpha Mind and the life force of the natural surroundings. The Alpha Mind experiences a living environment. Without the Alpha Mind, man takes no notice of the natural environment unless it serves his curiosity in some way or provides some use for him that is aligned to his material plans. If he does not plunder nature to sell the resources he finds, He will cordon off the natural area and use it as a money-making attraction where other people can pay to get in and walk around. In this way, nature is not alive. It is a material commodity to be used to make man a profit. But the sensitive journeyman or woman that pays the price to walk around in the natural environment that man cordoned off will know the truth. They will know that the natural environment is alive It is a living environment. And they will also know that man does not own this and could never own it, for man is not the creator of the living environment. Man only thinks he can own the living land and he thinks this way because his thoughts are corrupt. And as his thoughts are corrupt, so are his actions, which is why he cordons off the land and sells tickets to the people that might want to come in and view it as an entertainment attraction. The sensual field of the spirit instills in the Omega Mind the power of empathy, which is the empathic knowing of sense information. The world is dead without nature because nothing lives. There is no living vibration. Rock does not hold a living vibration and neither do any other mineral components. These all carry dense heavy energy waves, but there is no mind in them and there is no sensory field. Life, true life, is in nature. The rock provides the platform for the soil, the sand, and the waterbeds and an oxygen-rich environment is necessary for natural life to grow. And from soil, water, and oxygen come plants and animals. It is all a part of the life cycle. Without water there can be no fertilization of seeds and without soil there is no home for the seed and without rock there is no basis for the soil nothing to keep the soil stabilized. Three elements produce life, but it is energy waves that create these elements and without man's interference, nature thrives with every conceivable form of plant, vegetable, mineral, insect and animal life that can be naturally created from intelligent spirit energy. But man is fascinated with the rock and mostly with barren rock. He is fascinated with gravel and concrete and steel. He is fascinated by poisons and heavy liquid toxins and things that explode and rip the rock apart. His mind is focused on dullness and death, bullets that put holes in living tissue, knives that rip and tear living tissue, bombs that blow bodies to bits, poisons that cause bodies to explode from the inside, so all waste products are ejected along with living tissue and blood. This is what man focuses on. The gross becomes entertainment to him, and these gross results are also the results of his inventions that cause deformities, blindness, disease, and illnesses of the brain and body that impair motor function and cognitive functioning. This is man's claim to fame. And for his work, he demands the world serve him, support him, and follow his dark ideals and worship him for his dark power. And this is what makes him the antithesis of all that is Alpha. He is not even Omega. He is the darkest embodiment of energy that the world has ever seen. And this is why the Ancient Ones have named him Asmodeus, Beelzebub, Balthazar, and Lucifer all the names of the unholy ones that dwell in hell. For it is the underworld he comes from and the underworld he serves, which is why he rapes and plunders and kills and destroys the earth. For it is his goal to turn the earth into hell and then to make the physical universe the universe of the underworld. The metaphor of hell and of the devil came about because of man's evil intentions and deeds. Man fed into the metaphor and brought it to life. Do you think this is not true? I tell you, in those who have no spirit or spirit mind, they're already the living dead. And when man creates his machines to rule the underworld, they will be the undead, for they never lived. And all of his genetic mutations will be the mutants of the dead. And this is the future world of man. The characters you see in horror films that you know as zombies are not imaginary characters. They are icons that represent the minds of men that do nothing but hatch plans to kill, invent the machines that kill, and they spend every moment killing, raping, and destroying all life on planet Earth. They promote killing, raping, and destruction, and they make killing, raping, and destruction an industry that other men support through their stock market. These are the thoughts and plans and the schemes of the leaders of the underworld and you are best forewarned about them, for we read minds here and we know of what we speak. When science turns away from the natural sense field of life and they work toward destroying all knowledge of this field, so they also destroy all sensitivity and the result is a world that is insensitive, dull, dark, foreboding, dismal and deadly. And if that is not hell, what is? The spirit sensory field is the only answer to man's salvation if he chooses to live. For only through the spirit mind is there life and the spirit mind is the spirit's sensory field. Once you cut yourself off from this, you are doomed to the redundancy of your collected information that will not last indefinitely. Therefore, though you may live for a time in your mind, You will live in reruns of your experiences until you catch on that you have already seen and done everything. And the knowledge that you are living in a loop will be the knowledge that leads you to the deep sleep. And if you should seek dark thoughts from outside you in order to break up the monotony of your own mental existence, these will not keep you alive either for there is no life in them. Even new dark thoughts become redundant. Without the alpha mind, There is no life. Our last dissertation on the alpha mind comes from Mother and the sophisticated intelligent alpha matrix. An animal's sentient field lends the animal more intelligence than the human brain holds simply because animals do not turn away from their sentient field, nor do they turn away from their alpha minds. To be clear, the alpha mind is the creator of sentience, the sentient network of delicate, sophisticated metaphysical fibers woven into a stream of superior information strands. This is the sentient mind, the alpha mind, and animals do not turn away from this. They utilize it for all of their communications in the natural world. Man turns away from this sentient field of knowledge and focuses instead on his body and the knowledge of his flesh world that comes to him through his scientists that build machines that monitor weather patterns, the patterns of the tides, solar patterns and lunar patterns and the movement of the Earth's rotation and the movement of the Earth's plates. They also monitor the physical galaxy in order to understand the complete knowledge of the material universe and man trusts his machines more than his own senses even though the accuracy rate of his machines predictions isn't always on target. Animals live by instincts that are the lower properties of their carnal sense and they live by sentience the network of their alpha minds. They live aesthetic lives, and when their bodies die, their release is also aesthetic. I tell you, they are much higher than man. There is not one carnivorous animal that spends an eternity stalking and eating prey in his mind when he is released from his corporal journey. He does not toss and turn over worry and regret or over anger and resentment. There is no fretting that humans engage in because animals are not fixated on themselves as humans are. Their minds are not grounded in low-level thoughts. Their sentience saves them. In many more ways than not, animals are more spiritual than humans. Humans pride themselves on their intelligence, which all pertains to their human ideas and human inventions, and their limited knowledge of the earth as handed down to them by their scientists whose knowledge is also limited to the flesh and the material world. But the animal senses give them knowledge of the sentient field, the web of life, the delicate, intricate, superior intelligence of the web that holds all of nature in its protective matrix. You remember nature, don't you? Due to nature, your planet is alive. It lives because of this web. You live because of this web. Do you realize you build your homes, your factories, your machines, and your commercial industries on the surface of a living planet that is sustained by this web of delicate, intricate fibers of superior intelligence, and that if the planet dies, so do you, and so do your machines and your industries? Your incessant drive to ignore what is natural in favor of the pursuit of the artificial, the synthetic, and the mechanical is not a sign of superior intelligence. It is a sign of madness. You will not find one other species of animal that defies its intelligence by destroying its own habitat. This is just not sane. If you would pay more attention to nature and if you had more respect for nature, you would sense that all of life in the web of life is all there is. There is nothing outside the sentient web of life. Furthermore, there is nothing you invent that is a part of this web of life. All of sentient life that is natural, all of sentient life that is open to the alpha field, knows that the earth is alive. They know what lives and what does not live. In humans, those who are open to their sentient field experience life radiating from the living world of nature, and they are also sensing its struggle to survive. Man negates these things because they interfere in his purpose to be a methodical destroyer of sensitivity. Just as he turns away from emotional sensitivity, he turns away from the sentient field, his own alpha mind. A healthy human child is born with an alpha mind. And until that child receives more corrupt programming than he can handle, that child remains in the alpha state. But as the child grows, more and more corrupt information is fed to him by the humans in his herd. And if the child does not possess wisdom and intelligence to know that not all human knowledge is beneficial, that child will accept human knowledge as the only intelligence and it, too, will discount its Alpha mind and the Alpha sentient field. There are more of you who have turned away from Alpha than ever before, and merely a handful wander disconnected from what you teach and from what we teach while they search for something else. If that something else does not contain intelligence, intelligence will die along with nature, for intelligence must be fed. Your human intelligence is based on your human world. It will only serve you as long as you are in the human world. It will not serve you in nature because nature is free of human invention. Your human knowledge will not serve you in the afterworld because there are no human inventions in the afterworld. You will have to survive purely on the memory of all the time you spent playing with your inventions. For those who do not seek intelligence or inventions, there will be nothing but whatever memories they take with them. Only those who retain their Alpha Intelligence and only those who have refined their human Omega information will be able to continue their mental journey in the afterworld, for they will still be invested in their own Alpha field and their Alpha senses will continue to lead them. These people are the evolutionaries those that mentally evolved on Earth and are continuing the mental evolutionary process. It has already been told to you that Alpha is not matter. However, do you know that Alpha can be perceived through matter? Though you live on Earth in a matter body, if you are open to your higher mind, you will also be open to Alpha and your own sentient field. Your senses permeate the flesh. Your flesh does not block their penetration. The only thing that can block your awareness of your alpha mind and your own sentience is your willful intention to block these things. Just as you block out all information that does not serve you, so you can block your higher mind and your own sentient perception. This comes from your gift of free will. Only man is endowed with this gift because only man is in the unique position to either claim allegiance to his creator or to disown his creator. His destiny is his own choice. The benefit comes in order that the creator may utilize select breeding. Those who turn away will not know life again. Their pattern will be discontinued. Coming out of the cosmic stream, as the receiver of this telepathic transmission, I would like to explain that when the spirits speak of the afterlife, and in particular the quality of man's life in the afterlife, they see a quality mental life as one that is everlasting and renewing itself because the mind is high enough to continue the living mental voyage, refining information and pursuing information to refine. The spirits that teach these lessons are thousands of years old, and in some cases, hundreds of thousands of years old. So their idea of mental life is gauged on a much different scale than the body's 100 years of flesh life and 100 years of lower thinking. The mind thrives in the alpha state because the alpha state is the only mental state that is open and vast to receive all cosmic waves, including the cosmic waves of creation. And through perceiving these cosmic waves of creation, the Alpha Mind is taken along with these waves. The Alpha Mind is carried along with the waves of creation and the Alpha Mind becomes a part of the journey of cosmic creation that is infinite and everlasting. This is the true life of the Alpha Mind that is infinite, eternal and evolving. It is not the lower mind that lives in the redundancy of recorded flesh programs. This is the difference in the quality of mental life between the highest alpha spirit mind quality and the lower human mind quality. Only you as the human identity can choose which mental life is better for you. Our hope is that you will be inspired to open yourself to your alpha mind so you may receive the gifts of the cosmic universe into your life. Awaken, realize, and evolve. It's all possible. For in-depth information on the Empirical Alpha Mind or any of the teachings in the Cosmic Christ podcast program, please see the complete series of Alphadium Academy books in the Kindle Store on Amazon.com or visit channelingchrist.weebly.com for direct links to all published materials. In our next Cosmic Christ podcast, we will begin our journey in the Edenic Mind as we look into the third book of mind improvement teachings in the Alphatum Academy series, The Covenant of Christ, The Edenic Mind. May peace be with you and thank you for listening.